Hi, it's Megan, and thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Woo as Fuck. This week is a cozy cast, so get a blanket, get a nice warm beverage, and come hang out with us. We went into this episode with no specific topic. We just wanted to hang out and kind of give you guys an update. So we're talking all about our current energy and how everything's kind of shifted. We're talking about our businesses and how we're pivoting everything so you can maybe look at your own life and see how you can be more fluid in how you're pivoting. We talk about energy clearings and entities and attachments and how you can kind of find that strength in yourself to remove them. And uh, I think a few other things, but it's a really fun episode. I hope that you enjoy it. It was a lot of fun for me to edit. And thank you so much for coming along on this journey with us. And I hope you're having a wonderful day. Let's get into it. Hi, it's Megan. And this is Lissa. And welcome to our cozy cast. <laughs> um, so we don't have any topic for today. In fact, we're not recording at our regular time at all. It is 8 p.m. my time. So it's 5 p.m. your time, right? Yep, 5 p.m. So we're doing this in the evening. I'm all laid back. Liz is in the floor, cozy with a candle. Um, we don't have a topic. We're just going to hang out with you guys this week. Doesn't that feel nice? <laughs> yeah, and the energy was so heavy the during retrograde and everything and it feels like it was almost like monday morning it was a breath of fresh air it was so nice <laughs> so we're out of retrograde as of monday i'm pretty sure i'm not 100 percent sure on that and by the time people are listening to this we've been out of it for a while and they're like why are you still talking about retrograde oh i bet they're like oh, i remember that crazy shit that was bananas <laughs> do you remember when all of your devices decided that they hated you literally everything was so hard I had a lot of computer issues, actually, now that you say that. Even at work, too, we had, um, and the power went down as well, multiple places. So there's that. Nice. <laughs> Megan, I guess we're not talking about anything specific. Oh, well, let's talk about that energy clearing you did for okay. me. Can we bring that up? Oh, my gosh, you guys. Whoa. So, well, let me just do a little backstory. Um there was a series of events that took place in my life that lined up real nice with that retrograde and then coming out of it where Megan um, did an energy clearing for me that I've been putting off for a minute. And then afterwards, I ended up going on this little retreat with some girlfriends of mine where it was a sober retreat, like there was no alcohol or weed allowed, which I totally didn't know when I went there, but then um, didn't partake because I didn't want to be disrespectful. And between and like all of that happening so synchronistically, I, my energy is just so different now, but I also had never had an energy. Like I've never had that experience. I've never had someone do an energy clearing for me. So, um, that was interesting. And let me tell you what, it feels like I am now zipped into a new upgraded version of myself. And, uh, yeah. What, what do you think, Megan? Well, I think I want to give like an even more backstory to that. So this, I had this clearing channeled to me for Lissa uh, two months ago, I think. Um, I, I was texting her at like 3 a.m. my time, which is midnight her time, I think. And I said, hey, are you just randomly awake? And do you want to do an energy clearing like right now? <laughs> and she said, 
no, not really. <laughs> I'm a little high right now, if I'm being honest, and I, I don't think I want to do that. And I said, okay, well, I, I, I'm going to record it and then um, you can do it whenever you feel right because time doesn't matter and you'll receive the benefits whenever it's time for you to. But it never felt like the right time to record it. And then last week we were going to do the podcast and I ended up doing the solo cast last week. But when we went to do the podcast, it, I just got this loud message like, no, we're not doing the podcast. We're doing this clearing. It's time for the clearing. It's time to do it. So we just did it and it was incredible. It was a great experience. Her team is so kind and loving and her hers was different. I mean, every, every single one's like different, but yours was like water-based and like we were mermaids, but we were also turtles. Um, it was, it was fun. <laughs> it's really fun. Well, and I didn't know what to expect because I've never had an energy yeah. before, but um, being on the other end of it, it feels like there's an actual literal visceral difference in being in my body. And another part of, of what she did is I was given upgrades. Well, it feels as though, and tell me if I'm wrong, Megan, but it feels as though these upgrades were sort of waiting in the wings. Like they were always there. They were already given to me, but because of the energetic junk that I hadn't let go of, and also a little, um, caveat to this too. I had been having anxiety attacks with this new job now that I'm bartending again and really feeling overwhelmed and sort of lost in my emotions. And I ha was having some serious PMS issues. And so uh, at that point, when we were sitting down to record the podcast and Megan said, I, th I think we need to do this energy clearing now. I was sort of uh, desperately like, oh, yes, that's a, that's a huge yes. Please, please help me. I will take any help I can get. And uh, then so now being on the other side of it, it literally feels like a soul salt scrub. Like, you know, when you when you get that salt scrub stuff and you're in the shower and you and you feel like a like a newborn baby afterwards because everything's so soft. It feels like that. But for the soul and clarity and peace of mind, I'm like, oh, my God, like I had no idea how heavy and dense my like my energetic body had been because I didn't understand what it would be like to be able to let go and be this free and this in tune and this aligned and grounded. So I'm just sort of. Um, yeah. And then meanwhile, Everything else, well, hold on. I feel like Megan wants to say something. Oh, I, I was just thinking about answering your question about whether or not these like upgrades and those things were like already there for you or if I specifically was doing something for you. And what I did for you was just going through each of your chakras and synchronizing them and putting them in alignment to receive this information. But you, it was there. It's always been there. You can do all of that stuff yourself with yourself, but I think sometimes you just need a third party to like show you how to do it and then help you along with the process because a lot of it you could do yourself, but with both of us directing our energy toward it, it's a lot easier, you know? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And, uh, and I, and one of the things that she did, um, that I could see so is it was a, a visualization exercise that was part of that clearing that was about aligning the chakras and that specifically for whatever reason, I can still visualize that. And I can, it was, it like involves blinking. There's really no point in describing it because it would be different for everybody, but it involves like blinking lights and um, something about now on the other end of that, I can actually notice 
very literally when one of my chakras is out of balance because they won't like all of my chakras will not be aligned in the same fashion and blinking in the same way as they were in that visual exercise. And something about having everything be in alignment, I could feel a literal swoosh, like a, like a whoosh, like go through me. And then with that came uh, pretty instantaneously, you guys get this. So as soon as that clearing happened, I go on this trip and I quit smoking weed uh, unintentionally, but very much like it just felt like the right thing to do. And I didn't have, I, I've been a daily cannabis smoker for about like a year and a half now or something like that. And, um, and not like all day, every day or anything of the sort, but um, just sort of, you know, re- smoking in the evening regularly before I go to sleep and just the desire literally dissipated. And, and I have smoked since then, but certainly not every day. Um, my desire to, to like have a drink after work dissipated. And then all of a sudden it was like, I can't even explain to you the clarity. So for my own business, for my own intuitive readings, my, my team stepped up and they were like, so why are you trying to do counseling with everybody? Can we talk about this? And it was so loud and so clear. And they're like, Melissa, some people, oh, by the way, yeah, Melissa slash Lissa. I'm kind of using my real name now. So, um, they're like, that's another thing that happens with the upgrade. I guess I'm more okay with being perceived as the totality of who I am, but they're like, you, you can read people's energy and tell them about themselves. And a lot of individuals will want to book with you just for that, to get a deeper understanding of who they are, what their gifts and abilities are. But other individuals will want to transmute and shift and change the energy in their lives and do timeline work and stuff like that. And here I was thinking it was all the same thing, but it was only because I wasn't super clear within myself that these things were different. So after having that energy clearing, it was it was like, oh, so we separate these out and now I offer different services based on whether or not someone wants to change the energy in their field or just observe the energy in their field. And I quit smoking weed and I quit drinking just like poop, 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 which was kind of bananas. Yeah, it is really cool um, because normally with things, you don't always get like to see the aftermath. It's been really cool for me to be able to see like a a direct relationship, like correspondence between what I've done and what's happening with you and being able to like witness it. And it's also just so amazing. Like I love how fluid you are with what you do. Because if you decide you're going to do something and you're like, okay, I'm doing this now, but then if you feel like a shift and you're ready to change, you're ready to expand your offerings or limit them or whatever feels like in alignment, you are so fluid in your ability to just say, okay, now I offer this. This is what's needed in this moment by the collective and I'm providing it. And then maybe in a couple months, that's no longer needed and you've moved on to something new. And it's not because you're like flighty or can't commit to anything. It's because you're literally like tapping into this big collective energy and you're able to say, this is what I do now, right now, you know? And I think that's really cool. And it, thank you. First of all, thank you for that. And it's been really cool for me to see you, Megan, get specific about what you offer, because I think both of us, here's what it feels like. It feels to me it, it, th- this whole experience, guys, I, I wish I could like bottle the feeling and give it to you. That's what I'm going to attempt to do in this episode because I feel like a literal different person. Um, 
And I'm sure, and I know a huge part of that was the clearing that Megan did for me. And I think that we're also collectively, we have gone through some sort of wall, some sort of breakthrough that a lot of us uh, were feeling held back and like in this dense, heavy energy. And then now we've broken through to the other side of that. And perhaps it has to do with retrograde. I'm not sure, but I'm not an astrologer, but um, now on the other end of it, I'm seeing, oh my gosh, like we talk about this new grid system that we're all a part and this new energetic system that we're all hooking up to. And um, like I have a TikTok where I talk about the new internet boom, which is basically our energetics coming online in this new system that we're all like part of. But before Megan and I both did in intuitive readings and like a tarot readings and whatnot, but we weren't, it was sort of more of a general thing. Whereas now it's like, oh my gosh, no, like we have these specific services that we offer the collective and absolutely mine change pretty fluidly um, depending on what feels right in a given moment for me. But um, in getting to do this clearing with Megan, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm an intuitive reader. I can read people's energies. This is actually one of the things I'm learning now that I'm bartending again. I had no idea the degree to which these intuitive abilities were, were like, hooked up and online because I can have someone in front of me and I can, um, if they're open and receptive, like free will is a choice, right? I'm not going to read your energy if you're not giving me permission to, but I have had, oh, I have a story for you guys too later. I have had people at my, my bar, uh, be open to me reading their energy. And then it's just like, wow, I can see everything, but I don't know how to clear it. I don't know how to move stuff around within your energy, you know, but that's what Megan does. And then with counseling, that's totally different because that's where I'm assisting you in moving your energy based on your perceptions and based on how you're looking at things. Whereas Megan literally can go in and look at what's going on with you energetically and clear the gunk out. So I'm starting to see now that all of us as energetic beings working in these new domains of um, sort of like literally in the woo, right? We're getting more specified in what we do so that people who are looking for services can really seek out exactly what they're looking for, which is really cool. Yeah. And I think one thing that I want to mention is the other day I, well, I think it was yesterday, um, I had a relatively light day, which is a new experience for me to have not a day full of work. But I had a relatively light day and I was going to do a day in bed, cozy with some tea, reading and enjoying my time. And then I was chasing the dopamine. Brain was like, no, mm -mm. we're updating your website right now. And I had everything as a designer. You you tend to put yourself last, if we're being honest. So you want everyone else's stuff to look really good. But then for your stuff, you're like, eh, fuck it. It's fine. I can fix it later. I think that that's a big part of it. I can fix it later, you know. So um, my website still had design services and other stuff on it that I'm not currently offering because I'm taking a break. So I wanted to take that off. And then I was like, okay, well, all of my readings and stuff are like really short and it doesn't really give a good picture of it. And it's all like crammed together in one page and because I threw it together in one night. Um, and so I built out separate pages for my readings and my energy services and then I kind of actually showed like examples of what it's like to like your, I guess I give like follow up documentation and stuff and what that looks like and got more clear. And then I also offer like, I call them remote readings, but they're all remote. So I don't know what, what should I call that where I do without actual direct connection, like contact with you, I'm able to like do 
um, small readings for you online. So like I email you a nice document with pictures and everything. But I I got really clear about the fact that like, hello, fellow neurodivergent or introvert, like I see you. You don't have to talk to people like you shouldn't not be able to have a service just because you don't want to talk to a stranger, you know. Um, but I got really clear about it and I could definitely go further into it, but I'm really excited that I was called to do that. And then when I told you about it, you were like, oh, bro, me too. Like I just like went through and redid all of my services. And I love whenever stuff like that lines up for us, you know? Yeah, we were literally, we were literally doing it at the same time. So that same night and we, there's a time difference. So I don't think we were literally working on it at the same time, but, um, we might've been, but that same night I was up till 2 AM, um, after my team, they literally popped up and they were like, it's time for you to understand that what you offer isn't like, you're not just an intuitive doing intuitive readings. It's like, you're an energy reader. You read and tell people about their energy because you can hear and understand truth that maybe they are not hearing or understanding within themselves. And you are also able to provide perspective and perceptions to people that they wouldn't otherwise have so that they can align with a different path should they choose to. And once I knew that, it was like, oh, crap, because <laughs> there I've had some sessions. Every session I've had has been absolutely magical and absolutely wonderful. But up until this point, every single session I've done is the same format and it includes counseling. And what I mean by that, like I've spent seven years doing drug counseling, so it's very intuitive and natural for me to just sort of guide people along a path. But a lot of people that book readings with me that find me on TikTok, especially just want to kind of chat and talk about what do you see? Like when you when you look at me, what do you see? Because I am able to see the bigger picture and provide more perspective. And they're like, that's not counseling. And if you try and if you try and implement counseling with somebody who only wants to take a bigger look at, you know, their energy and who they are, it's not in integrity because they didn't agree to that. And you're not calling it counseling. Like I was calling it an in intuitive readings, I think, or whatever. Anyways, point being that it was very clear that they need to be separated. And then I've also had people book with me that don't want a reading. There's one person in particular that I've been working with who is super interested in time and talking about like dimensions and um, what, what specifically what I do with that individual is I channel information about time and, uh, or excuse me, I discuss the information that I channel about time. I don't actually channel in the session. There's no reading that happens in the session and there's not really channeling that happens in the session. It's literally just questions and answers. So, you know, they're like, well, what, what do you think about this? And what's your experience with this? And I realized that's not a service I offer, but I love it. Like I love talking about these things. So then I was able to also include a service where I just answer your questions. Like if you have questions, I answer them. And I recognize too, it's really important. Oh, and this is for everyone in this field, by the way. And anyone that's uh, self-employed offering energetic services of any kind, take a look at what requires a lot of your energy and what doesn't require a lot of your energy, and then make the compensation for your services match that. Because if I'm just on the phone answering questions about really fun stuff that I'm interested in, that doesn't take a lot of my energy. So I can offer that service for something that's equal in compensation to that, right? Whereas if I'm doing a reading, that's a little bit more energy on my part. And if I'm doing counseling, that's a huge effort on my part because I'm helping you align with something. So it's just 
being able to get clear with these things in a way that I hadn't before is really eye-opening. And I think that we're all starting to hone in in our gifts in a new way. And I'm, oh, um, wait, hold on, time out. Do you want to say something? Oh, I was just going to um, think of brain, brain dead. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk about the fact that I also um, got like a ping to put up a service where like it's like a let's chat for whatever amount of time, but I don't have a following um, and it felt weird and like egotistical for me to put it on there. But I did also, um, because we did that on the same day, I also had the ping to like, oh, like just have like a 30 minute, like just like we we talk, like we're not doing anything. We're just talking like you just want to like hang out. Um, and then I felt like weird about that. You know, it would be different if I like had a following of any sort anywhere but it it's just me like I'm just a person and I guess that you're just a person too everybody's just a person that's a dumb thing to say but you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean well I mean the following is irrelevant honestly it, it really, really is. is but like the energy behind it felt weird because like it felt like there wasn't a driving point for it you know beyond just getting a ping to do it well, the reason you were getting the ping to do it, though, Megan, like dead serious, is because you are an expert in your field, like in this in this realm. And I can feel some resistance when I say that. But um, to, from you, I mean, I think but you are like you like you have been practicing this for centuries, for eons. Um, you guys, I think it's really important for you to know um, when Megan and I Megan and I met through the strangest set of circumstances. And um, one of the first things we did together was I did a reading for her. And in my reading, it was so funny. It was so clear. There's actually two people that this, this happens to or that has happened with where. Um, so with you, Megan, uh, before I even got on the phone with you, my team came down and they were like, well, came down is a weird way to say it. But it was um, the message that you are the center of a very large web and that it was really important for me to pay attention to what you were saying. And then as I was doing your reading, I kept very, like, it was very literally like, um, the, the energy was, can you explain it? Cause it, <laughs> it flip-flopped, but I don't know how to, I feel like you would be better at explaining how it flip-flopped. I think I'm, I'm going to talk about like how it is anytime. Like if I, if I ever book a reading with you, I'm really sorry in advance, but also like you're welcome. So anytime I book a reading with someone, I don't do it on purpose, but I kind of turn it into like a back and forth reading where they're like, Hey, this is what I see for you. And then I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. I'm, I'm tapping into your things and this is what I see for you. And it's a, a really cool, like back and forth exchange. And that was what we did as well. It was like, you were tapping into me and I was tapping into you. And then we talked for a long time. I don't remember exactly how long, but we like went back and forth and like we talked about our past and like what we saw and like what we were both like getting for one another. And it felt like we had already been friends for centuries. It felt like when we first met, it was like, um, I was sad because like I missed all of this time with you when we had known each other, like catching up with an old friend, you know? Hugely. Yeah. It was like, I'm, we're already in our thirties. What happened? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 um, so, but I don't know that, you know, for sure what happened on my end, on my end, when I was tapping into your energy, what I kept hearing was, um, and not literally hearing, but you know, I'm claircognizant. So what I kept knowing was I was picking up on, on information to deliver to her, but it, but it was very clear that she already knew it. So what I kept saying was, 
um, I don't know how to explain this to you other than I don't know anything about you that you don't already know because of your intuitive abilities and because of how tapped in you are. All I can see, what I was actually seeing for Megan, I don't think I've ever explained this to anyone other than her, but um, if anyone's ever seen the Hunger Games, there are the map makers and the map makers are behind the scenes in the Hunger Games. And there's this like 3D holographic image of the game that's being built. And they were show my guides were showing me and her guides were showing me that Megan is one of the ones that we all have different talents, skills and abilities that exist far beyond this timeline, far beyond um, this dimension of experience and across space time and beyond space time. So they were showing me that Megan's gift and what she like sort of at her core, she's one of the creators that works behind the scenes in terms of building the reality that we experience. So I was seeing that. And then I was also seeing the image of me being in the game. So what I was trying to communicate to Megan was, hey, I'm seeing you and I understand things about you, but you have a larger perspective than I do because you exist far beyond where I exist. So I literally don't know how to tell you anything that you don't already know. And conversely, I feel like you have information for me. And then she did. And then it turned into like a literal reading for me. So <laughs> it was an interesting experience. Yeah, it really was. Um, and one of the things that I really love is like sometimes you can really tap in because when we do a lot of like video messages back and forth um and sometimes when you send me a video message you'll be like oh i know i know i know you already know that but <laughs> and it's so funny um and then sometimes whenever i um like i'm sending a video to you and i'm trying to explain something but the words aren't wording very well as it does because my brain goes faster than my mouth um i'll just be like okay i'm like you can feel it, right? Like I can just send you the feeling and then you'll feel it. And I think that's a really cool um, advancement on communication, really. That's it. Yeah. And that's what I mean when I was talking about on my TikTok, the new internet boom, um, I was specifically referring to these abilities that I've been able to tap in with Megan and a couple other close friends. Um, uh, one, one person in particular who I've never even met in person and then another woman that I do dream work with. So we're able to communicate in the dream sphere, but all of these individuals, we are literally able to communicate telepathically and we're working on our abilities to communicate telepathically. And the way that you communicate telepathically is not in the brain. And we've talked about this on previous episodes, but um, what Megan means to telepathy also exists beyond space time. Oh, I actually have something I need to share with you guys. I'm hearing that this is important. So um, I have a really good friend that does dream work and this friend that does dream work, I, uh, by the way, for anyone who was confused about the video thing that Megan just talked about, what she means is, is I will film her a video. And as I'm filming the video, I can hear what she's thinking in response to the video. So I'll go ahead and answer her or respond to those thoughts in real time as I'm filming. So then when she sees it, I'm like answering her in real time. And that's part of telepathy. But um, so this woman that I did dream work with, I went to Tahoe and uh and i was planting a crystal um in the sand like i do right totally normal <laughs> and uh as i'm doing this this woman came to mind and um and i just sat with her energy there for a minute and i could feel her like i could feel her presence with me i don't even know that i've shared this story with you megan but i could feel her presence with me and a big part of what i do personally not yet in my sessions although i will get there is timeline work and sort of time travel work for lack of a better term uh, check out my TikTok for that because I 
talk about it there. But um, so I'm sitting there and I'm planting this crystal and this woman comes to me uh, energetically and I'm speaking with her telepathically and she was going through a rough time at the time. So I just sat there and I held her and I explained to her, um, you know, there's this thing I like to call a snow globe effect, which is what I worked with. I use this analogy a lot in addictions counseling. And I explained that, you know, when you're inside of the snow globe, everything seems really chaotic and confusing. You know, like when you shake a snow globe and there's that um, snow floating everywhere. And I was explaining that in this situation, she was going through a really difficult breakup. I was like, look, you're in the snow globe right now. So you're viscerally feeling this. You're feeling this with your emotional body and you can't see clearly. So I took her hand. This is giving me goosebumps. I don't haven't, I'm excited to share this with you, Megan. So I took her hand and I said, come with me. And I took her out of the snow globe. And this is all happening in the telepathic space in the emotional body. And I took her out of the snow globe so she could see the whole picture and how she basically set this all up for herself, for her own growth, because she was learning how to set boundaries and be independent and really walk away from things that don't serve her. And she just was flooded with relief. And she was like, oh, like, Wow. And then she was like, and now it's your turn. And she took my hand and then she did the, did the same exact thing for me when I didn't even realize I too was trapped in my own snow globe. So then what happens is, so that, that was a beautiful experience. Um, I didn't even tell her really about, I didn't tell her about that. Like I didn't, I told her that I connected with her, you know, when I was in Tahoe and I was thinking about her, but I didn't tell her about that specific experience. Well, flash forward three months later, we're having dinner at my partner's house and she's telling me that she remembered having a dream about me four years ago. I'm pretty sure it was four years ago. Regardless, it was years ago. And, um, and she's like, Alyssa, I, I'm freaking out. You were in my dream. I forgot that I, I dreamt of you before I ever met you. I had a dream that you took my hand and, and there was this blonde woman and it was you and you took my hand and you guided me and you, you took me and you had me. And I don't remember exactly how she put it, but basically in this dream, I took her hand and I guided her out and I showed her something. And, and I recognized at that moment, holy motherfucking shit. That experience that I had in that meditative telepathic space in Tahoe, I was communicating with this woman in her dream space four years prior, and we were both able to communicate back and forth across years of difference because she was asleep. She was literally asleep dreaming. And because I was tapping into her telepathically in that moment, she picked up on that signal four years prior. So um, I forgot the original intent of, oh, tel telepathy. Um, basically just how we have this idea of telepathy being, you know, you're sitting here and I'm sitting here and I say, what color am I thinking of? And you tell me, and it's, it's nothing like that at all. It's much more like a radio frequency where I can see another human being resonate with that frequency. And then within the scope of that frequency, sort of pump a message into the ethers, and then they can be receptive to it if they're open and connected. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's such a really cool experience. I um, I wasn't sure where that story was going at any point and I was on the edge of my seat because I was I was almost expecting it to end with like, you had never met this person. Um, when you when you had that, that experience with them, they were like a brand new person. And then it was they were so moved by the experience that they like found you somehow. And, and then you connected. Um, 
but it was, it was so cool that you like had that experience. I don't mean to interrupt you, but what the fuck? What if that is exactly what happened? Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Because she hadn't met me when she had that dream. And she was incredibly moved by it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it could very well have been that dream that caused her to meet me in the first place. Yeah, it really could have been now that like you mentioned it that way. Um, because I don't know the circumstances around your relationship at all. But I pictured like as you were saying it, I was picturing this person being so moved and like they were like they they weren't actively looking for you, but they like were always aware of like where is this person? You know? Like they were trying to pull you into their like their existence, their timeline. I think you hit the nail. I think that, I mean, that did, she's in the yoga community and I met her by happenstance in the yoga community and she didn't, here's, here's the interesting thing, guys. She did not recognize me as being the blonde woman from her dream until I aligned my energy, got rid of what wasn't serving me and started actively participating in our community in a way that was of integrity. And at that point she was like, Lissa, you're the girl from my dream. I can't believe I didn't realize you were the girl from my dream, but it makes perfect sense because I wasn't previously aligned with my energy. Yeah, that absolutely does make sense. I think that's so cool. That's a beautiful experience. I feel for some reason about like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, apparently I'm telling you about one of my first experiences with um, being able to see things, you know? My first like psychic experience. When I was a kid, I was driving down the road with my parents. I was asleep in the backseat. And then I woke up uh, out of like a, a dead sleep and started screaming like I was losing my mind. The red car, the red car, the red car's going to wreck. The red car's going to wreck. It's going to wreck in front of us. Like it's, you, we have to like protect them. They're going to get hurt. We need to save them. Like ha we have to stop the red car. And I was like, like having a full meltdown about it. And they were like, well, calm down. You know, it was just a bad dream. And then about a couple miles up the road, a red car had just wrecked. And I don't know why that was important, but okay. <laughs> Wait, whoa. Okay. So as you were, so I wonder, so I wonder, so that, a couple things come to mind with that. Like perhaps on an alternate, the little goosebumps. So this, I feel like this might be true that perhaps on an alternate timeline, you actually did indeed rack. And so you were picking up on that frequency. And then on this timeline, you didn't, but then I'm also wondering if the very act of having that dream aligned you with the different outcome of that reality. Well, from my understanding of it, it the car had wrecked in front of us and, and we like, it was just further up the road and we came across the wreck as we were driving. So, oh, I'm sorry. So yeah. the dream, you weren't in the wreck in the dream. You just knew the red car was no, going. No, like I just knew it was happening. And then my second time that I had something like that, I had this vivid dream with a, a relative passing away that I wasn't even close to or tied to. I, I was even like vaguely aware of them. But I woke up and immediately told them that that person had died and then they had died. Whoa. Do, do you know? Do you know? I kind of feel like. That I feel like um, I feel like those who have passed are going to start to communicate more and more to us. Have Have you been noticing? Have you been picking up on that at all? Have you Have you unintentionally become a medium at all in the last couple months? Um, well, I've had a few moments of it. Like um, I had an experience with you, and then in general, I feel like I'm generally like in general, I'm generally I'm more aware of presences around me. It doesn't feel like a clear connection, you know. 
it gets fuzzy a lot of times it feels to me more like they're like chilling and then sometimes i'll just walk in and be like hey cool if you're like a bad dude get out you know but i don't directly acknowledge anything beyond like i can feel a presence and then i just like tell them like fuck off or like be cool Okay, this is making me want to prompt you. I feel like this is important for everyone to know and hear to practice this ability, which you did so beautifully in the clearing, which was, okay, so you guys, as she was going through my chakras, there would be, uh, I want to say entities or attachments, because that's what they were, but I feel like that gives them more weight than uh, they are. Yeah, most of them are pretty minuscule. It's like just presence, like, like things that have like their imprints. I think that would be the better way to describe it. It could be attachments. It could be entities, however you want to look at it. Some of them are like entities, not on you, but in general, you know, well, you've had one, um, but they're impressions, like they're imprints. Like they're like a, the, like a whisper of yesterday, you know? Can you talk though about how, because this was, um, I'll, I'll tell this real quick. And then I would like you to talk about this at length. Cause I feel like, um, all of us would benefit from understanding this ability, which we can all implement <clears throat> in terms of clearing our own space, uh, right? Like our houses and stuff. So um, uh, after Megan did this clearing, so she's able to remove things in a way that uh, is just, it's sort of like, of course we can all do these things for ourselves, but the way that she was able to do it is like, it would have taken me months, <laughs> like if not years to get that kind of clarity, that kind of clearing, but because it's just her talent, her ability, she's this, map maker person, you know, it just is easy. So, um, part one of her gifts. So after she removed everything that she removed, I had a dream where there was, uh, someone who was not welcome that was in my house and I was able to see them in my house and they were pretending to live there. And I was like, no, I see you and you need to leave. And I was able to exercise super clear, rigid, and specific boundaries that I otherwise, when they were existing within me would have never been able to do. And I also didn't have the clarity or the insight to recognize that they were there in the first place. So um, I was able to say, no, you need to leave. But um, Megan, how do you recognize when something that is not serving you is in your sphere? And how, cause you were, she was so incredible about being like, and I could hear her in each chakra being like, no, you need to leave or you're not welcome here. But with loving kindness and not an overwhelming sense of like, get the fuck out. Um, what can people do like in their houses and their spaces and their hearts to make things a little bit more clear if, if something seems off? Well, I think phase one of that is to be like aware of your body and kind of like the energy of your home normally, like what, what's the status quo? Like, what does it normally feel like for you? Um, and then when you're kind of like, like you're checking in with yourself and you're checking about like how it feels and like when you walk into this room, what do you feel um, you'll start to notice like variances, you know? Um, and one way to, like, I guess, okay. So I heard people being like, I don't like, how do I do that? Okay. Um, so just like walk into every single one of your rooms and, um, do clearings. So to do what I'm talking about, like just walk into your room, you can do it with sound, you can do it with intention, you can do it with movement, you can do it with your voice, you can do it in your head. Um, you can do like intuitive movement with your hands, but like clear the space out and then like pay attention to how it felt before you did it and then how it felt after. And I almost guarantee you, you're going to feel some kind of difference because you're intentionally putting that intention intentionally. Um, you're uh, 
But because you're doing that, you're going to feel some sort of variance and then see how significant it feels. So if it's like a small change, you probably were fine. If it was a pretty significant change or something feels really off, um, you probably have something there. And that something doesn't mean like there's like a bad spirit or there's a, a soul or like some sort of demonic presence. Sometimes it's like the lingering impression of a bad day or um, it's a, a fight that happened in that room or it's um, like you were being really mean to yourself in your head. And like there's that like looming impression, like imprint of that version of yourself that had that energy. So it's not always like a bad thing, you know. Um, but if, if like the feeling goes from like, okay to bad in your gut, then you need to be a little bit more direct about it. So instead of just like a loose, like sound clearing or like you're picking the energy out of the sky or whatever, you need to be like direct and kind of acknowledge that feeling. So if, if you like are in a room and you feel that presence, kind of look at each corner of your room and see where it feels strongest because they're going to draw to like corners or doorways or cracks they like they like cracks like places in between um and then kind of like see where it feels strongest and then I want you to like direct your attention your full perception at that and ask it to leave you can be firm you can be funny about it you can like do it with kindness like uh, for a normal clearing I'm going to be like Thank you for so like so much for like what you taught me and what you've like how you've served me and I'm sending you on with so much like love and gratitude. And then sometimes you have to literally be like, no, get out. You know? Um but you'll 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 feel it. And if for some reason it feels like something you can't handle by yourself, you probably can. Um it's just like a doubt that you have in yourself because you, you're so there's so much power. Like if you like just say it out loud to yourself, like no, and like say it until you feel that like power in your gut, like no, you don't belong here, you know. Um, but you can definitely do it. But if you're you're feeling stuck or like you you can't get past it, like reach out to your team and ask them to assist you. Because your team isn't just there to like guide you. You can ask them specifically for help like if you're doing a clearing on yourself um even if you're like doing a guided meditation on youtube or something if you're struggling with something you can say like hey can you help me with this can we make this a little bit bigger um i'm feeling really like trapped in my body right now can we like increase my energetic space you can just ask and they can help you with it i think that's the end of my spiel is there any other questions are you asking the collective uh you Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, well, so I want to add to that. Um, the, hold on, let me go back. Cause you were saying you can just ask them to, oh, sorry. Um, the team, I just, one thing that you didn't mention that's really important is your team cannot assist you without you asking because of free will. So, um, do ask because then that's when they can step in. If you're not asking or even acknowledging that they're there with you to assist, they cannot assist. So a lot of times our team will be like waiting in the wings, hoping and waiting for us to acknowledge their existence and ask, but they can't interfere unless we give them permission to do so. But what I really wanted to say is here's where having uh, like being able to get intuitive services or energy clearings or whatever is a gigantic um, sort of like upgrade because that dream that I had where I recognized that attachment that wasn't serving me and I set that boundary, 
that had been existing with me for years and I didn't know it existed. So I was able to get this clearing done by Megan. And this is sort of me saying like, we can all do these things by ourselves. Absolutely. But let me tell you what the ability to exercise it's, let me give a, let me give an example, you know, hoarders, the show hoarders, how they have the team come in and then they, they get, they get rid of everything together and they teach the person how to um, handle like not being a hoarder basically after everything's clean. There are definitely people that go right back to their old ways for sure. But when you get a clearing like that, like what Megan did with me, then when something is out of place, it's so much more clear. And then it's so easy to implement your own skills and to implement your own intuitive instincts and to ask your team for assistance to take care of whatever the issue is or whatever the attachment is or whatever the, you know, the, the thing that's causing you discomfort because it's so clear. It's like you feel so good and clear and aligned that a little kink is like, whoa, wait, uh, what's going on there? And you can see and feel that thing. That's such a good like example of that. That I, I can't watch the show Hoarders because I have hoarders in my family and so like it triggers like childhood trauma for me. But that that example is perfect because it's like you had someone come in and help you like clear out all of the crap in your house and these attachments that you had to all of these items and like help you with like figuring out these new systems and stuff for yourself. But then once they're gone, like you have to do it on your own. And so there's really like two paths that you can take. You can like see everything a little bit more clearly and make improvements, or you can fall back into that path that you were on before where you're like going back to your trauma responses and what makes you feel comfortable and safe. And you have that choice. It's the same with like um, doing hallucinogenics. You can feel amazing in the moment and you can like have all of these downloads and see everything so clearly and do all of these things, but it's not going to matter if you don't make changes like moving forward. So, so what you like, were so in tune with your higher self that like you were one and you know what that's like and you can sit in that feeling and that was such a beautiful experience. But if you just move forward and you're like, okay, I'm going to continue eating um, junk food and, um, you know, taking advantage of every relationship in my life and being an energy suck on everyone around me, it doesn't do you any good, you know? And I can't express to you like the, the importance and the, and the beauty of having that team, which was you, um, come in and do, and, and have that cleaning house because the sense of lightness, groundedness, clarity, and peace of mind is so piercing, right? So like here I am changing. I literally actually like cleaned out my house too, like very literally, <laughs> like as soon as that was over, I now my car, well, I got halfway there. My car is now full of things to take to storage, but um, it's so helpful. And I encourage everybody that feels like, um, like if you're having regular panic attacks or if you're uh, feeling dense, heavy energy, if like you're looping in your life and things aren't working out, um, being able to reach out to someone like Megan and get that clearing done is so helpful because then you can recognize when things are off and it's, it's like that clutter building after the, the big hoarding sweep. It's one pile of trash is not a big deal. You just put it in the trash and move on. But when you have one pile of trash in a house full of crap, you're not even going to see it's there. And that to me was the biggest like aha moment of why these things are important because I had gone so long not paying attention that I didn't even know that all this stuff had accumulated. And now it's so clear when it starts to come back and my, my psyche is just super clear. Like that woman in my dream, it was like, um, no, like you're not welcome here. You're not allowed here and you need to leave. 
Whereas prior, I, I literally wouldn't have even remembered that dream. And if she was in my, like, she was actually hiding in the house in the dream. So I do believe that, you know, had I not been as clear and grounded, I wouldn't have noticed her existence. And I, I want to add, like, if you are called to work with me, that's super cool. But I think what's important more than anything is in the moment when you decide that you want, like, to reach out to someone to help you, that that person feels alignment in alignment for you. So that could be me or anyone else. I never want someone to work with me just because they're like, oh, I want to work with Megan because I want to work with Megan. I want you to work with me or anyone that you're working with because it feels like when you ask your gut yes or no, is this the right person to help me? It feels like a yes or no. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, you know? Oh, I love Yeah. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. I'm not Um, sure where that's from, but it lives in my head rent free. Do you know that that that's true for me as well as someone who has a had ambivalence in relationships uh, with like hugely actually had a friend one time tell me uh, this is also some, some unsolicited advice, but pretty hilarious and pretty great. If anyone's thinking about getting married, uh, two things I was told um, if you're not running down the aisle, you probably shouldn't be getting married. And also I had a friend say, if you don't want to dry hump your partner, you probably shouldn't marry them. I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) But um, in terms of working with somebody uh, what you want to feel is a resonance. So um, if you are watching anybody, like any any spiritual worker who is on your path that you are thinking about working with, if you um, are looking at their material and their services and what they offer and you feel like at home, like that cozy feeling, like, I mean, Megan and I are both pretty cozy right now and it's raining where I am. Like if you feel a sense of ease and home and and like, ah, like a, like sort of like a, like that feeling, that's an amazing indicator that that person is probably going to be able to assist you in ways that another worker couldn't, not because the other worker is better or worse or whatever, but because different people's energy align with different people's energy different. It's a lot like um, an artist working with different colors on a palette. You are going to have certain colors blend together really well and other colors just make brown. And it's not because the colors being used individually um, have any sort of thing in and of themselves. It's just the way energy works together. And so when you find someone that provides you with that cozy home feeling, that's a really good indicator that the work that you can do with them will be very transformative. Yes. And I want to continue on the art analogy and say that um, sometimes as like I'm as an artist myself saying the thing that I, I always like it, uh, as an artist myself, Um, sometimes I'm really drawn to work with certain mediums or certain colors. And sometimes the thought of working with them, um, is just not really enjoyable. And then I have to move on to a new medium. And the same goes for people that you're working with. Um, just because someone is resonant with you in the moment doesn't mean they're resonant with you later on. And don't ever limit yourself to like, I work with this person and ignore, like, if you ever have a ping to like reach out to, Um, someone new because we're all a community and there's not like a scarcity like there's plenty of people to work with you um, in general like if you if you have a business there's not a scarcity it's not a competition you have your audience they have their audience sometimes they intersect sometimes they don't and there's not like there's enough to go around you know and the same goes for people that you work with you absolutely can continue to work with someone that you feel like that you love and you're with but if for some reason like you have a certain question or a certain problem and in your internal compass, it says, well, let's like look at this other person. It's not because you're like betraying that person. It's just that you're being intuitively guided to work with someone else. 
and for that specific thing or maybe ongoing or whatever feels right for your situation. But I think just listen to your gut and ask yourself like who like like ask your future self. Um, I have this issue. I worked through it. How did I get there? Who did I work with? And you'll get an answer. Maybe not like a clear answer, but you'll you you'll feel it in your body. You will. I trust you. And if you want to work with your future self, FYI, guys, that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, got, I definitely stole that one from you. <laughs> I got the, uh, oh, I'll talk about that a little bit too. But um, I got the image of like breaking up with your hairdresser, you know, because you want a different kind of hairstyle. But I, I got a big, big message. Um, I realized I haven't really been channeling in this episode. And then boom, I got like um, some information. So as you were talking there, Megan, so this is a message um, that was just given to me that's specific to anybody in the community who has their own business, who is offering services. This is why it is so important for us to really be in integrity with the service that we offer. And this is why Megan and I were recently guided to be more specific about the service that we offer. And the reason is, is because there is no lack, there is no scarcity, there is nothing but abundance and opportunities and assistance to go around. However, what you are looking for is what you are looking for. And what you are looking for is going to align specifically with what somebody else offers. And if that individual is an integrity and alignment in the service they offer, it's going to be a beautiful match. If you are looking for a service and you're looking through a sea of people who offer general readings or what have you, although a lot of people do do general readings as well, and those are great. But like, if you're looking for something specific and there's not that specific thing out there, then you're gonna be at a loss. So for all of the workers in the community right now, it's really important that you be representing yourself in a way that is a match to the thing that you offer because then the right demographic can find you. So there's uh, this whole thing, and we talked about this on earlier episodes, but there's this whole thing about um, like in the advertising industry where you have like your ideal client. And with this energy work, it's really the opposite. It's really much more like you are the highest, most aligned version of yourself so that those who would most benefit from your services can really be a resonant match to that frequency and then seek you out. And that's sort of, I feel like what we're coming into alignment to right now and why you and I, Megan, were both guided to be more specific about the services that we offer. Yeah. And I think that we're definitely over time going to be adjusting and making changes, just like I really encourage everyone else to adjust and make changes. So if you feel called to change something up, do it. And if you want to change it a week later, fucking do it. It doesn't matter because maybe like there was one specific person that was really needing to work with you. And that was the only session you booked from that change. And then you went back because it was like, okay, that that's done now. You were just doing what you were meant to do. You were meant to work with that one person. It could be a person. It could be 30 people. Maybe you weren't even meant to work with a person at all. But by you making that change, you inspired someone else to also be fluid in their offerings or fluid in what they're doing. Um, you never know what the effect is. But if you really listen to yourself and like this feels like the thing that you should do, be fluid. Go with it. It doesn't matter. Especially if it's like a website. Fuck it. You can change it. It's not forever. I mean, unless you're doing something dumb and putting pictures up that shouldn't be up there and then someone steals it and that that's a whole thing. But the text that you have on there, it doesn't matter. If you have a typo um, and it lives there for a couple of days, big deal. You can fix it later on. Chances are nobody saw it. And if they did see it, they didn't even notice it, you know? 
and I'm a, I'm a chronic changer, by the way, I change, I change my stuff constantly, but instead of, and I used to think that that was like a problem or something. And now I'm like, oh yeah, that's just what I do. But, um, I wanted to say, oh wait, you were talking about changing things. Um, shoot, I forgot. I did want to say one thing though about the future self, just because I think that this is a tool that a lot of, so, okay. Not everyone is super into working with their future selves for guidance. This is specific to the group that feels called to that work. Meaning like when you talk about, when we're talking about like timeline work and future self work, those are sort of like ping words where like our buzzwords where your soul, if this is something that would be of benefit to you is going to go like, Whoa, what, what is that? And if you're like, what is that? Uh, just let it be. <laughs> Cause then it's not going to, you know, it, it could be a verbiage thing though. You're just asking like, if I were to do this thing, how do I do it? It doesn't have to be to your future self. You could be asking your current self or you could be asking your past self or whatever feels like an alignment. You could be asking a, a frog over there, the all omniscient frog. I, oh my gosh. I love that. Right. A thousand percent. But what I meant was uh, specific to what I'm about to say, because I want to talk about the Rolodex just in case that's useful to anybody. So um, a new power that's, well, I've, I've always had this power, this ability, but something that's um, been um, clarified since my clearing, um, now that all the gunk is out, is my ability to uh, get guidance from my future self, which I've always had. And I know about this and I talk about this on TikTok, but just so you all know, um, what you can do is you can, Megan already said this, I'm just going to say it a little bit more specific. So if you are going through a circumstance or a situation where you have to make a decision about something, or you are looking for guidance or advice on something, you can literally think of the best case scenario. So let's say, um, uh, okay, I'm currently thinking about moving. Oh, actually, no, I'll, I'll use my trip as an example. So my partner and I are going on a two-week trip, and I'm really excited about it. And we didn't have any specific plans for where we were going to go other than a general area. And I decided, oh, well, I want to ask my future self, the one, the version of me that had the best possible trip where we went. So what I, so I literally did that. So I, I sort of like in a meditative state re aligned with the version of me that was remembering the trip. And that was remembering the trip as one of the best trips I've ever been on. And I was remembering that trip. And then to me, it looks like a Rolodex. It's going to be different for everybody. Some people are going to feel it. Some people are going to see it visually. Some people are going to have an emotion. But for me, it's literally like one of those old school flip a card where you have all those addresses, like all the old offices used to have. I hope I'm not severely dating myself right now, but like, you know, where you, it's like a flip book. And I just started going through places in that flip book. And then there were certain places that didn't resonate at all. And then there were certain places, one place, two places in particular, that just filled me with like joy, love, and gratitude. And I was like, aha, that is the place. So that's a really good example of being able to utilize your future self as a means of getting guidance from, from your higher self, your future self, and your team in order to make decisions about your current reality so that you can get the best case scenario. I would like to add a chaos goblin version of this. So say that you don't want to do any of that for some reason. I hear you person. Um, here's something that you can do um, that will kind of add in that intuitively guided aspect of it with less effort and less attachment to who the information is coming from. Take all of your options and then put them in like a randomizer app or write them down and put them in a bag 
um, and just draw one at random and then say like, I'm being guided by whoever in the situation and then let that like leave it up to the universe. I do that all the time. Like if I can't decide on like I, I struggle with decisions, like I get kind of like paralyzed sometimes if I have too many options. So sometimes when like the idea of making the decision is crippling to me, I just have a randomizer app on my phone and I'll put all the options in and spin the wheel and then whatever it lands on, that's what I'm going with. And you can do the same thing with um, like the decisions like where to go on a trip or should I stay at a job or not. And that way, um, I think you absolutely should be asking your higher self that, but I feel some resistance from some people. So chaos goblin option, leave it up to fate. Don't care about who the information comes from as long as it's intuitively guided and in your highest good. Okay, that being said, now I think let's talk about <laughs> the most important thing uh, that we're going to discuss in today's episode. Megan, um, first and foremost, what is your TikTok handle? It's Megaruski. Okay, Megaruski. How do you spell that? M E N G. Fuck. <laughs> different ways in different places guys that's what i know because <laughs> I've, I've been using this um handle since high school i had a friend who gave it to me as a nickname so all of my online personas um mostly was like within gaming and stuff was mega risky um but whenever i sign up for a new platform i use mega risky because it's it's my safe space it's my comfy thing but sometimes um it's already taken and i have to add eyes and i'm never sure how many eyes i've added so um, for, the TikTok one. Yeah, for TikTok, it's M-E-G-A-R-O-O-S-K-I-I. And it's also like on my website. It's linked at the bottom. Okay. So with all that being said, will you please do us all a gigantic favor and make a Chaos Goblin TikTok <laughs> where you put a whole bunch of random shit for some sort of decision you have to make into an app or into a jar with some sort of goblin graphic. <laughs> because as soon as you said chaos goblin, I was like, she needs to illustrate that in some way, shape or form so that we can all see because I just love that idea. But yeah. also I think that's really good for, um, uh, what do they call decision paralysis? Because that's a real freaking thing, especially if you have yeah. ADHD. Sometimes like um, when I get hungry, that's a big one for me. If I get hungry and I get to like a certain level of hunger, um, I I get like decision paralysis about what I should eat and everything sounds too hard to make because I'm hungry and um, getting food out always seems alluring, but then I can't decide on what food to go out. And then like, I have to get in my car and go to the place. And that sounds like a whole thing. Cause I'm like, I'm hungry. I get hangry. Um, I get what, how would you say hungry shut down, whatever. And um, so sometimes it gets so overwhelming that like, I have to like, just like put all the options for things that I have at home that are like easy for me to do in like a spinning wheel because I will spend three hours and my partner's the same way. Um, we both do this because we both have like neurodivergency and we get stuck. Um, so we'll get stuck on what to eat for so long that it just gets ridiculous. And sometimes that's led to us spending like a hundred dollars on Postmates or DoorDash because it's like, fuck it, something. Uh, so when you get stuck like that, just just let something else decide for you. It's so much easier. And then you don't even really care. You don't care what it is. It could have been a ham sandwich the whole time. It didn't need to be Italian food or Indian food or whatever, you know. Now I want chicken parm. Mm. Uh, also, side note, the, the TikTok recommendation didn't come out of nowhere. She actually has a, go there's a goblin. What's the goblin? That, when you said Frank. chaos, 
I am, yeah, I immediately thought so. She my already depression goblin. I just I just call everything goblins. Like my cat's a trash goblin, and then like I have a depression goblin and a chaos goblin and a jar goblin. Oh, my jar goblin's strong. I will agonize over throwing away a good jar, especially if it's cute and little. Oh no! The, what are you going to use a cute little jar for? I don't know, like a spell or something. I don't know. I never use them for anything because then I'm afraid that if I use it for the wrong thing, then it won't be available to use for the right thing. And then they just like pile up of jars. I had to throw away a bunch of jars recently and my partner was very supportive. He, he was just like, okay, like you can keep that one, um, but you have to get rid of this many. And then, okay. And then like anytime I do throw away a jar, he makes sure to like give me ample uh, acknowledgement and like consult, like condolences. <laughs> That is the sweetest thing ever. And I'm now thinking about how wasteful I am with my jars because I recycle them often. Yeah, um, you can use them. You can use them to like, um, like it, I make a lot of bombs and stuff. You can use them to store your bombs. You could use them to store herbs. You can use them to store like, um, like homemade paints or something. I really want to make paint. That's, that's on my like to-do list one day is to make paint. Um, you could use them for like, uh, like if you make like a spell jar or something. But then I always think about like spell jars and stuff. What do you do with them after? Right? I would pour them out and bury them in the earth as an offering. Yeah. I mean, it's usually intuitively guided, but sometimes I get hung up on like, like I don't want to like disrespect it because it's a cute little jar. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't. Well, you keep the jar. I just dump the spell out. But if you're a witch out there and that's uh, not cool i'm sorry i don't know <laughs> well it's it's pretty common to like return it to the earth as long as it's like not going to hurt the earth like you right. like if you did some sort of i don't do any sort of banishment or negative negative spell work that's not my vibe but some people do and then sometimes it involves some like ingredients that aren't super great for the ground you know mm -hmm. um, and you do you i don't personally condone it or agree with it when it comes to like banishment, not returning it to the ground. Totally. Yeah. I got that. Don't hurt me one else. That's so mean. Hmm. Just put up a mirror, make them look at themselves. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. That's the most, that's the most. Well, I won't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> and shield yourself, you guys. Yeah, if shield yourself. Work, shield yourself regularly. If you, no matter what, anyone in this community, if you're doing regular energy work with other people, I got really sloppy about this. Megan really helped me with it. Um, you know, if you're not doing regular clearing and mind you, regular clearing can look like dancing in your living room. Regular clearing can look like eating a freaking popsicle. Whatever you're doing to raise your vibration to the point where the, the sticky ooey gooey stuff that doesn't serve you can't exist within your field. That's what, um, spirit is going to be asking you to do on a regular basis so that you can continue to operate within your craft. Because if you don't, the sticky heavy ener energy is going to get so dense that eventually you're going to get dragged down without even realizing it. And you're going to start having panic attacks in your car for no reason. So all it takes is, you know, like three minutes a day of doing something that really fills your cup to the point where um, that other stuff can't attach to you anymore or can't exist within your energy. Yes. Ground clear. Take care of yourself, both with your mental health and your spiritual health and your energetic health. And um, you don't have to like put in a ton of effort and it doesn't have to look like I know, like, that's what I said all episode last week. It doesn't have to look the way that anyone else's looks. If you're, like, clearing and shielding is, like, you're, I don't know, like, I'm picturing someone, like, a grown-ass adult with a crayon in their hand, like, they're five years old, and they're just, like, scribbling on a piece of paper. If that's what it looks like for you, like, cool. 
Yeah, it's the feeling. It's the feeling behind it. And um, and I'm feeling like, okay, so I'm feeling like we should end this episode being super specific about, because we always talk about like, hey, if you want to work with me, you know, reach me here. But I'm feeling like to be in integrity with what we talked about in this episode, it would be really good to end the episode with specifically like, then this is what we offer now since we did get specific about it on our websites. And then I also think um, it would be, this would be a good time to talk about that goal that you and I discussed before yes. we started recording. Um, so first and foremost, I know that we talked about our own businesses a lot in this episode. It was not a means of self-promotion. It was a means of like being transparent about our fluidity and our process and the energy so that maybe you could be inspired to do the same in your life. Um, this part is definitely self-promotion. If you feel called to work with me, please do so. I have a goal. I want a new computer. And in order to get that new computer, I need to book 45 of my lowest tier readings, less if it's my higher tier readings or an energy clearing. But I would love it if you, if you felt energetically aligned with me and you feel called to work with me. I only want to work with people who are intended to work with me. I don't want to work with just anybody, but if you feel called to work with me and you would like to help me get this new computer, I would love to get the new computer and you would be helping me achieve that goal. I can do um, readings. So those readings are either on like a Zoom or a video call. It can be via the phone or we can do it just via email. If you do just email, it's obviously less expensive. Um, and uh, I also want to clarify, it's the lowest tier of my in-person, well, digitally in-person readings, not my, I need 105 of my lowest tier of like email readings. So with each of the readings, I'll use whatever deck I feel called to work with. If I feel like you need to be like, go through a, like a unique to you grounding exercise. Um, we absolutely will do that. I listen to your team and what you need after your session. We will, I'll send you over like a PDF document that I've designed. Um, and each one's kind of unique to you. There's like a similar thing. Like we'll talk about like what your issue was, the advice was and any actual steps you have. But the actual topic of each thing is totally unique to you. The same goes for clearings. I can help you clear out blockages. All of those look different. Maybe we'll be turtles. Maybe we'll be hobbits. Maybe we won't go anywhere at all. I don't know until we meet. Those are all unique. But I can help you with clearing out blockages, any attachments or impressions or entities that are on you. Um, and I can help you with like making more space for yourself. And then if you want to do a remote reading, I don't know if that's the right thing to call it, like an email reading. Um, I'll take pictures of all of the spreads that are done throughout that. And then you'll also get a document with anything that I get for you. And if I get any messages from your guides on any of those, um, I'm going to type it in there. Because sometimes when I'm putting together, because it takes me about 30 minutes after each session to do the document. Sometimes when I'm typing it all out, I get like this clear connection to your guides and they say, tell them this. So a lot of times there's also like a page that's like from your guides and what they have to say, you know? So if you want to work with me, that's super cool. You'd help me get a computer. That would mean a lot to me. If you don't want to work with me, maybe you want to work with Alyssa. She's awesome and needs to charge more. But I talked about that in last episode. So <laughs> um, do you want to give your spiel? Sure. And uh, just also... Um on the being on the receiving end of Megan's written messages, uh, super powerful. And also I can confirm like she has, uh, 
she's tapped into my, my team. Um, I can be really stubborn. I can be very stubborn. And sometimes I don't listen to my team um, because I'm stubborn. And so my team has reached out to her a couple of times to deliver messages to me about things that haven't happened yet. Um, not like she's a fortune teller or anything, but um, she's been able to, as a channel, deliver that message to me. And it's been helpful every time. And so far has literally come true to a T every time. Yeah, I'm not a fortune teller, by the way. I don't I don't tell the future. I just tap into possible timelines and the energy that you're on and see that. I can't give you winning lottery numbers. I can't tell you a for sure yes or no on anything. I can tell you probabilities and how it feels in this moment, but I'm not I'm not gonna tell you your future. You know? But- very same with me. Yeah. I'm, and I think that pretty much any intuitive reader would tell you it's all about probabilities and timelines. And so there's very much, um, well, and that's sort of what, so I'll, I'll explain that and part of what I do. So I, um, I'm an intuitive reader and a channel and a counselor. So what I do is you can book a reading with me. Um, a good way to see if I'm a good match for you in terms of energy would be to check out my TikTok. So I'm all things woo on TikTok, literally all things woo. And then um, I have readings on there as well as um, channelings. And so you can get a sense of my energy, which you probably already have from um, our podcast as well. But sometimes seeing a face is, you know, you can pick up more energy from that. Um, all of my readings that I do are on the phone. And the reason for that is how it's, I, I, I have a hard time activating my channel if I'm communicating with another person face to face. So when I'm on the phone, the channel seems to be more hot and easily accessible. Um, right now I have three different offerings and that may change in the future. Uh, you can do a question and answer, um, where you literally just ask me anything and I answer that's for general stuff. That is absolutely not, um, like, uh, heavy questions about your personal life. That's like, if you want to talk about time travel or timelines or what are different dimensions or, you know, what is it like to talk to aliens, things like that general questions. Then I also do intuitive readings. That is literally me sitting with you in your energy, telling you what I see. So that is me being an energetic mirror for you so that you can get better clarity and understanding on your path moving forward in regards to who you are um, as a whole. I obviously can't tell you anything that you don't already know, but sometimes when we're here on this you know, earth planet, our perspectives can get a little narrow. And so I just help widen that by showing you what I see. And that's really good if you want to like learn about um, uh, like new powers coming online for you, for example, like maybe you're like having dead people pop up in your life and that's new. That would be a good reading for you to just sort of see, hey, what's going on there? Then if you're looking to align with a certain outcome, so if you're looking to actually magnetize something to you, if you're looking to line up with a specific circumstance, or if you have a specific question, or if you're going through something heavy, I do counseling. That's the majority of what I do. That seems to be the majority of people that reach out to me would like some sort of counseling. In other words, I sit with you for an hour and we talk about what you're going through, and then I help you align with the very thing that you're looking to manifest or the the reality that you want to pull towards you. And that is intuitive counseling. Um, and then that's it, right? Oh, and then I also have a like a counseling package, but that's the same thing as the intuitive counseling, only it also includes an energy reading as well. So I, I think that because you said that a lot of people come to you for the intuitive counseling, but you just started offering the other thing. I honestly feel like a lot of people might be looking for that, like, what's your gifts, your like energy observation hangout time. I think that's going to be pretty popular for you. I heard that as I said it too. But you know what I heard was, uh, Lissa, you've been doing counseling with people who didn't ask for it. (laughs) So 
Yeah. Um, and the, and the energy readings are, are, um, less expensive because they're just more fun and we're not really, we're not manipulating energy. I'm just telling you what I see. So that's a really good inexpensive option. Um, if you just want to, yeah, like, you know, spend 45 minutes with me talking about your cool gifts and abilities. Yeah, and I think that would, I I just feel that like fun energy coming off of it. I just realized that I didn't say where to find me. It's mangaruski.com um with one eye, not 400 like some places. <laughs> um and all of our links are down below. But by working with us and it, if it feels in, in alignment for you, um you're really kind of like helping us achieve our goals, you know, and it means a lot to us. So even if you're just thinking about it or you just recommend us to someone else, you don't have to actually give us any money. That's totally fine. Um, but it, it really does help us. And thank you for that. And thank you for listening to this. And if you want to hang out and check out the after show that's available on Patreon on our 2222 tier. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Oh, and then I'm uh, allthingswoo.space. Yeah. We did like a live update of that before this podcast. <laughs> yeah, very literally. And then also um, both Megan and I are open to um, taking compensation that is not cash money. So if you would like to work with us, but you can't afford our services for some reason, reach out to us. We both have our emails linked in our um in our websites and we're absolutely open and willing to working with you in any yeah. way is an equal energetic match yeah I, absolutely like i completely agree if you like you can't work with me because like you feel like you don't have the money for it um chances are there's something that we could do energetically to like barter for that or maybe like we do readings for each other or maybe like you're a really awesome chef or something and you send me some brownies no no because i'm hearing now that you could poison me (laughs) maybe not edible things um but you get what i mean yeah don't don't ever and and this goes for all things in life especially with people working in this sphere um we are all learning and we've done this podcast right we're all learning that there's a lot more to abundance than just money um but that is the way our system works right now so of course that's how uh, most people book right now but if you want to talk to us about other ways reach out yes so i hope that you're all having a wonderful day i hope that you enjoyed hanging out with us um and thank you Thanks so much, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.